Welcome everybody to the N Word for Nerd podcast. I'm gonna say I'm starting at 29 minutes. The journey's like, oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> welcome to the N Word for Nerd podcast, everybody. We just finished our pre-production role, so be on the lookout for that. That'll probably be out sometime this week, so you guys can enjoy the shenanigans we talked about there. We talked about um, prostates, which is a thing that everybody in the internet's clamoring to we talk are, about. We are men of certain ages. We need our prostates examined. Maybe. <laughs> We talk about how movies, uh, <laughs> <laughs> movies make pedophilia a thing, but not a thing, but a really a thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, a little yeah. bit, a little bit. <laughs> well, Prob- mm. Problematic. <laughs> yeah. It's not a child uh, but- if it's in an adult body. <laughs> we don't monetize this. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not this portion at all. But okay, other than that, but we do have a jam-packed show for you. So whatever segment you're listening to at this moment, we have other segments on our YouTube Facebook, uh, Anchor FM, Spotify, um, all the spots that everywhere you can find Head Cannon Circus at. So please remember to like, share, and subscribe and join us. And at the end, we will be talking about everybody's favorite, 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 favorite segment, comments. So we'll have that up for you as well. So just full of, just chock full of content here for us. So in honor of this again, excuse me. Where can they find us again? Just so we're really clear about it. Everywhere. Uh, well, first they'll talk to your mama, and then when your Go mama on. says, "Oh, you can find them in the, her Irish accent on Head Cannon Circus," Head Cannon Circus, <laughs> she'll be like, "Head Cannon Circus." Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> on YouTube, oh, we'll be all on of it. YouTube, Facebook, uh, Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all the places that you can listen to podcasts. We are sitting up in there chilling. Uh, Marvel's latest entry, Eternals. I'm gonna go ahead and take a back seat here because, uh, yeah, this is gonna be a very fun review. So let's go ahead and start off with Jason, number A, the Duke of All Nerds. Jason, you starting, buddy? Let's try to not do. I'm gonna try not to to give out any spoilers uh, for this review as of yet. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, okay, so. I I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I liked the fact that they were able to do a shit ton of character development for the large ensemble cast within the timing they had. Yes, a couple of characters did get the short end of the stick. I'm looking mm-hmm. at you, uh, Makari. That's Come not really a spoiler. No. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, you got to understand the motivations be- behind each one of the characters and why they were doing the things they were doing. Um, which, uh, if you've ever watched, uh, I don't know, Justice League, you'd be like, oh, it doesn't seem like it's that hard to do. <laughs> so that's one of the biggest uh, pluses of this movie is that they were able to give you the motivations of each one of these characters. I kind of was like, oh, this is some bullshit. They started off with a uh, text scrawl. And I'm like, you know, the only time you should ever do that is if you're a Star Wars movie. <laughs> that's the literally the only time you should start off with text. Um, the first because thing it, I thought about was it that assumes they were doing, like when you do like either a voiceover narration or some sort of text on screen, it assumes that your your audience is too stupid to pick up on clues when they are watching the movie, so you just have to explain it to them. But I feel like this one was like it was leading us in a direction that we thought we were going to, and then the movie kind of brought it back around. So uh, even though I don't like that sort of like thing that they did. Uh, it made sense once you got to see the rest of the movie. Yeah, uh, without spoiling anything, the uh, the the 
I thought the villain of this movie was uh, probably one of the more um, understandable villains in my book um, mm. because he had a job to do and he was in and it was the job that he was assigned to do. And by completing his job, he was going to facilitate the life of the universe. And I feel like he was um, or she or they were uh were kind of understandably now is it something that I choice that I would have made? No. But I I enjoyed that it wasn't just like a color swapped version of our heroes into the last fight like that most Marvel movies do. And they weren't actually like diametrically opposed to one another. And I also enjoyed, you know, some redemption at the end that, you know, yes, that person who was, you know, behind all this was like sorry at the end. And I like that when a when a person realizes they were wrong and that they, you know, were, you know, going about it the wrong way. I think that's a very like mature thing to do. Because you don't see villains that do that ever. They yeah. either are like gung ho about the thing they're gonna do and they either do it or they get killed doing it and they're like, ah, I'm a villain, ah and this is what I do. The next natural step. Yeah, you don't see that a lot in movies, Jaren. You don't no. see the next lives of stuff actually oh. thinking about your position and like going, oh shit, I was going to hurt the people that I, you know, I'm not going to go further into that statement. But otherwise, for me, this is probably one of my favorite Marvel movies to come out in such in, in the last, let's say, five years or so. I really, really enjoyed it. Even though there was definitely some hokiness and some uh, uh, things that were off i still enjoyed it i thought it was at the end of the movie i was like i was thoroughly engaged and enthralled and game came out in the last five years okay i stand by my statement okay right. <laughs> bang 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 <laughs> you got anything else for us jason or we nope, ready that's it. i'm done <laughs> all right jaron your thoughts on eternals thank god the irishman was there uh <laughs> We needed that. Uh, this this fella is uh, uh, like Northern Irish, but not Northern Northern Irish, like proper Irish. Uh, <laughs> hails from Dublin. You can tell by his voice. And you can tell by the things he says. That being said, uh, he could have uh, solved all of this and then, you know, decisions were made. But um, this movie was good. Uh, it does not get... It does not earn it. This movie, watching it, does not earn the low uh, Rotten Tomato score. It doesn't. It's a good fucking movie with great people that acted exceptionally well. Where it fell all fucking apart for me was the director. The director was trash. Uh, apparently, this the is one of the Oscar-winning director. Was yes, Oscar-winning Chloe Zhao <laughs> fucking <laughs> dropped the ball left, right, and center. All right. I, 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 and, and I made fucking notes about it. Um, let's be real fucking honest. Uh, when they all rejoin Druig and they see his little commune in the middle of the fucking Amazon or whatever it is, there is a huge thing that happens that the director was just tragic at communicating. At some point, he extends his will to everybody there and they all kind of start to focus in on what's going on. And any any director worth half his or her salt would have used that for a really dramatic 
poignant point where you see B-roll footage of extras like stopping what they're doing and turning to face the point of focus, which is these new Eternals joining the bunch. There, there was a point where you can make it almost scary. There was a point where you can make it uh, uh, something that is of consequence or or anything, but it was relegated. It, it didn't it didn't work. It didn't sing. Uh, you you see them interact with somebody, and then a, a an extra goes, "Who are you? And where are you from?" And they say the magic words about college, and then it cuts to Druig walking out and everybody's surrounding him. You don't get that. Like you could have really made it a punch where everybody drops what they're doing and starts to look around at what's happening in the background and really kind of shown the power that this fella exudes. Um, there Hold on, are real quick, I, I, real quick, Jen, because I'm going to let jump you in, crazy. Jump I, in, thought jump they, in. I, jump in. I thought they did that in that scene. They didn't. Am I wrong about that, Jason? You were 100% I they wrong. Did that. I, I think mind they did that, that in happen. the previous scene when he takes over all yeah. the people who were fighting and stops them from fighting. So yeah, I don't think that's your stopping, opinion and you're entitled to it. So please, <laughs> I, I, you're, so please they, go on. They, they established his powers in a scene that may or may not have been as impactful. Uh, this one would have been incredibly impactful if they had played it right. Uh, another thing, we got uh, uh, Faustus, my boy. My tech guy, we needed more, like, this This story spans all of humanity. We needed more drop-ins on poignant parts of humanity. Hiroshima was a big thing. That was massive. And to see his reaction to that, that impact, that was emotionally impactful. I felt that. I felt that through him. I felt ashamed for what we as a people have wrought. I needed more of that. I needed I needed to see him and then happy about the, in the very next scene. <laughs> yeah, I needed I needed him happy about the accomplishments and I needed I needed more of the the fuckery that we as humanity got up to. And I think they could have done that and it wouldn't have even taken a lot away from the pacing. They could have done it in kind of a splash sequence almost. Like I mean uh Jim and Chan was amazing. Uh we didn't yeah 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 you knew it you knew it uh-huh uh-huh um uh, i think the world was first introduced to her in crazy rich asians i don't know a lot of her other things that she's really kind of made humans. A, i didn't see humans i don't know what humans is you just it's said a, a tv word. show on fx that's, that's why. where she that, that's she, why <laughs> where tv goes to die fx thank you for sponsoring us fx <laughs> fx where tv goes to die <laughs> that should be their slogan though yeah i'm sorry is it not fx or fx x x x x x i don't know yeah, yeah they get, uh, when does it become porn <laughs> yeah there was an emotional one more like, x there was a serious movie in here that was begging to be released and i think that the the choices of the director were ultimately what what hamstrung it. If I if if I that's my opinion. I'm I'm throwing it out there. I ain't even You're entitled it. to your opinion. Yes, yes. It's also it was really super obvious. <laughs> oh wait. It was it was it was super obvious about who the villain was ultimately gonna be. Well let's just say that. Uh <laughs> Those people who like word games just figured the fuck out. 
super obvious. Uh, and they also fucked the speedster three times, uh, four if you're counting. Stabbed by Athena, uh, grabbed by Icarus, kicked by a deviant, which is bullshit. And then when uh, she had an emotional response to another Eternal, didn't didn't speed run to them. Walked, cantered, human speeded over to them to give them a hug. So you know, sometimes your FX budget just goes out the window. And you out the budget. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this FX, is the FX, same FX. guy that in his review for old said when they hit him because the person had changed their size, it should have made him stumble a bit when they hugged him. Yes. Would not think that a speedster, knowing that if she ran into him in speed, may possibly hit him, knock him over, or hurt him. So she just uh, go ahead, Jerry. I'm gonna let you reclaim your time. I'm sorry. 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 Yeah, you you, you should Jason's be sorry rants. for all the bullshit you just said. A speedster. I like that you think that they hold on, hold on. I like that you where's think the that they have no control over their any... speed and don't stop before they create impact with the individual. I love the that lie? you think that they carelessly run into everything that they move closer but to. But if they went super fast, they're having like... an emotional response to somebody and they move quickly to close the gap between them, but they're fully fucking cognizant of their ability to move fast. Stop. Jared, Jared, you're missing the point. You're missing the point, Jared. The point is that you're saying that one situation, someone should have reacted a certain way that me and we're like, why? In another situation, like, no, she should have done this this way. She walked to a lot of people through the whole fucking movie, Jaren. What are you talking you're, about? You're, you're literally uh, anyway. All right, all right yeah, go again. No, 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 no. We're not going to we're not going to do anyway because you fucking you just you just countermanded yourself. You're talking about some. I'm speaking about somebody that is capable that is a, a, a capable uh, user of their speed. Jared, Jared, it doesn't matter. Go continue. Well, no, 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 it fucking matters. It fucking matters. It's you can't fucking throw that out there and then say it doesn't matter. You talk about somebody that's brand new to where their limbs are and their length is, and you're talking versus somebody that's been involved with their own powers for generations. You're, you're talking about apples and oranges, and you're no, trying no, to Jared, like I'm it's the same actions. Thing. I'm talking about actions. You're not. You're not. Over actions you're not. Or results. You're not. So you're telling us that she should have ran faster one because you say so. That's your argument. She should have ran faster one because you say so. Her emotional response means she Jared, wants to get out of here. Stop, and it, give it, stop a hug. it. Stop it. We're not going right. to say we're not going to do this. Stop it. Stop Adorable. it. We're not going to do this. Adorable. Gonna All do right, this. everybody. So how y'all <laughs> going to do Jaren? Because she's walked uh, to people anyone? that she emotionally saw for the first time a bunch of times. Remember when she first saw him when she was reading yeah. books? Yeah. She didn't zoom up. Her legs were the same. She didn't zoom up and hug him there, too. Did she do? This speedster? Did she walk up to him? Her legs were the same way. Hold on. Stop. Her legs were the same way. Jaren. Jaren, stop. Stop. Did she walk up to him in that scene when she saw him for the first time and she was not excited to see them? She walked up to them. What do you want about? Okay, so you're not even listening. So that's what I want to talk about because you don't listen. Continue your review and then I'll go. Let's go. Darren, are you ha- please continue with your review? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep telling him to continue. He keeps telling him about something that's like, all right, I'm good with. All right. And my last <laughs> Jason, my- please stop interrupting Jaren's review. Yeah, my last bit was uh, I had a question for, for you guys. Uh there was a point at which they talked about uh the eternal's ability to continually regenerate. Does that make Ajax's point of being there redundant? She's a leader. But I think that by continuously regenerate, that means by continuously living rather than injuries. Because you yeah. see in the very first like two scenes oh. that she heals their injuries. It doesn't like yeah. make them live. But we, see, but we see Cersei do something similar at the end of the movie with a knife wound. Does she heal her knife wound? She does. Very I obviously. 
I mean, I don't, she I don't recall there's her. There's a CG thing where she reaches down, and I don't well, know if she's, she isn't she's turning still is connected the lack to of the... flesh into flesh. I don't. Well, without spoiling, she's still connected to the thing, so she had mm-hmm. an abundance of power. Maybe. And she was All able right. to help out that other character, too, which was not mm-hmm. technically her powers. And she, or technically, her powers were that she can manipulate things. Matter. matter. Correct. So matter. It was, it's not with, within, without her uh, power set, when she's definitely overpowered to not do that, not to be able to do that. Yeah, fair enough. She turned air into all the art, the very, yeah, all right, flesh and blood and whatnot. Sure. Okay. Yeah, because beforehand, she was not able to uh, affect anything that was living. Yeah. And she was with the Deviants. Yeah, that was because she was connected to the thing. She wasn't connected to the thing when she turned him into free. She was connected to the thing after the other character was killed because she got the thing from the other character. Because I'm trying to say... I'm trying to stay, yeah. yeah. You know, vague here, so we're not giving out spoilers. But she was. They explained Mm. it that she was connected to the thing, and then she got even more connected to the thing at the end of the movie, and that's why she was able to do the thing that she was doing. We'll have to talk about that post the spoiler alert because I got questions. But okay, all right, Jason, what are your reviews (laughs) of uh, Eternal? (laughs) Do you think they did the speedster right? Uh, nobody gives a damn about speeches but you, so <laughs> um, <laughs> the big speedster fan. <laughs> I mean, I'm a speedster fan, but Jared always cries about speedsters, he doesn't realize this is how speedsters are written. Nobody ever writes speedsters correct, so until he writes I mean, his own speedster, just let it be what it is. That being um, said, speedster that when, wins she, when she was on, <laughs> when she was on, I was fucking there for it. She was fucking destroying, I loved it. I was like, yes, let's go. And then every time they stopped her, it was. bullshit they have to stop her because otherwise okay. she's op because she's op yeah yeah uh, uh, yeah so they have okay yeah <laughs> mm. tomatoes tomatoes um either way uh so yes this movie took me an eternity to figure out how i fucking felt about it <laughs> um i don't have the the whack complaints that jaren complains about the speeches that run into people mm-hmm. i see why this movie is divided you know, because it is the best of what Marvel has, but also the worst of what Marvel has all in the same movie. The reason why it pulls me into be divided because I'll admit, as a movie guy, when I know what a movie is going to be or I have a thought of what it's going to be, I put on a certain kind of lens. If you guys listen to my reviews, I kind of go, oh, once I realized it was this kind of movie, I put on that lens and judge it from that point of view. Well, this movie is pretty much Marvel's popcorn with artsiness. And it doesn't go to good. It's like I'm having a flaming young, and my side is buttery popcorn. Mm, it, it, may, it may be good individually. <laughs> Together, not so much. I'm not really trying to dip my flame and my steak in my popcorn and scoop it up. Like, I, I'm just, I want it separate. But so you get the great shots. You get the lovely, like, I mean, it's even at one point where, you know, she walks up behind him and holds his hand. And you see that beautiful artsy shot. And then the very next scene is Marvel shenanigans. And I'm not saying, that, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but that's what Marvel movies are. So it, it kind of had me split because as I'm watching this movie, my artsy movie style starts lighting up. And I'm like, oh, that's such a great shot. That's such a good look. And then it goes to the Marvelism, the dulled colors, the regular template looking stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a Marvel movie. And so I keep jostling between that through the whole movie. So it kind of hurt my perspective of the movie in that one. But you do get the good things of the Marvel, the interpersonal relationships, 
the quippy, everybody's a jokester laugh moments. Um, even a majority of them were in the trailer, but that's neither here nor there. But then I felt like this movie was trying to pull in Avengers 2 as well. It was trying to set up so much stuff because we're going into this galactic universe is the next step of Marvel, which they've said to us. So this is not me speaking. This is what Marvel said. They're trying to go into this multiverse and in, in galaxy area now. So I felt like this movie was trying to set up so many stepping stones similar to Avengers 2, which dragged down Avengers 2 as well. I felt like this movie drag, got dragged down. And there's something to be said with movies that this movie just wasn't fun. And that's what hurt me. And that's when I realized when I got to the bottom of it, the movie wasn't fun. It had some cool moments, had some cool shots, had some good Marvel stuff, but it just wasn't a fun movie. Um, I will give it credit that we mentioned, like, yes, Marvel was able to out Justice League DC because it's pretty much was just the Justice League just with Marvel doing it, and Marvel did a way better job of it and made a lot more sense with it. So can that we, was pretty cool. Can we say uh, how hardcore it was that Marvel called out DC in their mo fucking movie? <laughs> Twice, <laughs> twice. Uh, I didn't feel like it was a, a call. I thought it was just you know, oh man, a, a donning that like those guys are the kings of the <laughs> comic area era. So, like that the kid thought that he was that yeah. guy is a statement to like that guy being like the guy of all yeah. comics. But that's how I took it though. But anyway, uh, I thought it was more of a, a shout out, but a funny shout out. But also, yeah. Anyway, going to it. So yeah. Uh, so to Jaren's point about the direction and. Uh, where I think I agree with the statement, I disagree with the examples he used. I think that the movie just had very, the movie didn't have a, a feel of its own. It felt like it was chopped and screwed. I remember my Shang-Chi review, I talked about how the beginning part of the movie felt like something new and different for Marvel. And then it gets to that one point, for people who haven't seen Shang-Chi, I don't want to ruin it, but it's a point where they get to where they see somebody that's in, Mar in the past of Marvel, and I felt like the movie just goes completely Marvel from that point only. I felt like this one, that complaint I had about Shang-Chi, Shang this one was different. It felt like this part was like Marvel scene, artsy director scene. Marvel scene, artsy director. Like, it kept being choppy. And I felt like I could never get a flow of what this movie was trying to be. And I think that's what Jaren's ultimate point should have been, was that he could never, because the scenes that he said that should have been more impactful didn't feel as impactful, because I felt like being chased right behind it was a Marvelism scene. Like that scene in the the, the the concave you're talking about. They literally go from there to cutting into like this building and having these conversations that we kind of already kind of halfway heard, but we just need to hear this guy's perspective of it. And then from there, it cuts to like, oh, it's an attack. And all the stuff that we were trying to work out interpersonally kind of just gets put by the wayside because now I guess the threat is real because it's at this guy's concave. Now. Like um, Paperboy and Benton stuff. <laughs> Look, we only got so much time for a movie, so Paperboy had to take the L on it, and I get it, but they did enough of it to make it give you a good reason why he was going to be involved in it. To Jaren's point, all that montage stuff you needed wasn't necessary because the literal statement was they were showing why he lost his humanity, like why he gave up on humanity. Like, that was the statement before, and so they showed that clip to show the very moment why he lost on humanity. So we didn't need to know all the good times he had with humanity because the whole point of that clip alone was just to show why he stopped fucking with humanity, why he used his hand to fix bikes. <sighs> that was the moment of that scene. It wasn't a scene of an exploration of his journey through time with humans. It was just the moment to say why he went into hiding and was like, F you guys. That was the point of it. Regardless if you agree with it or not, because we disagree on it, the point why they, I'm just saying why they didn't do what you wanted them to do is because it wasn't <laughs> the point of the scene. But going to that point of the scene, 
That is, a, it was a great scene, but that then it was good. undercut. It was undercut by him talking about Superman and the late. Like it, it just that's what I'm saying. It just felt like good, that's... great stuff, and then it went to like stuff that was familiar. And he's like, "Hey, whoa, it's not too archy for you guys. Come back in because we're Marvel." Like that's what it felt like, and it bothered me most of the movie. Um, but I do want to shout out to Angelina Jolie. I thought if you're going to cast her as this. Cause she is Angelina Jolie. You're gonna watch this movie and go, "This is Angelina Jolie being X, Y, Z." I do feel like they gave her most of the heavy lifting, uh, acting wise, to try to get us out of that mindset of who she is. I do think I don't think they completely accomplished it, but I think they did well enough that like I wouldn't mind seeing this character return. And I think being more a little bit more fleshed out and being more real, she was a good choice for it. So, and also you could tell that. Let's be completely honest, she was acting circles around everybody else. Except for maybe Selma Hyatt, but everybody else, like she could throw them all them jokes go to, in the dumpster can compared to how she was acting compared to them. Yeah. That's just my opinion, but that's what I felt from it. Um, also, was the movie dark to you guys? I don't know if it was the theater or was it actually the scene, like the opening scene. Does it seem was that dark to you all? I was no, gonna say just, something about sound mixing. It seemed a little low for me. No, but the I light have been moved. sitting in a mm-hmm. uh, bad seat, but I was dead center middle. But yeah, that, I felt was- like the, the mixing was off. What theater do you see in theater two? No, I saw it in theater seven. So uh, I saw it in theater um, two. So okay, that might have just been for the theater. So but, mm-hmm. but I didn't put that as a critique. I just wanted to know because if it yeah. was, if it was for everybody, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Um yeah, I mean that also the last part about it is, and here's my biggest complaint of it all. And then when I say it just wasn't fun, Marvel fights are getting boring now. They got to figure something out with their fights now. It it's becoming tragic now because the best thing I liked about the original Avengers were like the team up fighting styles. Yeah. Now Marvel's getting to the point they're just like, yeah, just shoot some stuff, blow up some stuff. Somebody flies, somebody falls. All right, the fight's done, and we get some <laughs> CGI. We good? All right, we good. Like, and again, maybe it's just a me thing. It just felt like I was bored through all the fights in this because it was nothing original. It was nothing cool. It was nothing I thought was dope that I hadn't really seen before or something I was like, oh, that's a very good take on this kind of fight scene. It just, only thing that got me close to being like, oh, huh, was the speech to fight with old boy. But even then, we've kind of seen it before. We've seen it it before. Yeah. All right. I would disagree with you on that that point because I like the last fight scenes. I thought that was, those were pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, but we had like, we had like four fight scenes in it. You're only quitting one was a good one. That's yeah. my point. Like usually, all the fight scenes in there. At one point, I don't. We honestly, I don't think. Dope. Pretty much, not since like uh, Winter Soldier have I found anything remarkable about any uh, Marvel fight scene. Honestly, in my in my opinion, so that's not an issue so, for whoa. action for action movies. Really, in game. I mean, it's it's it's, fucking... it's just there. It's fine. It's just not. It's okay. just like all right. Uh, Again, I, I think they're just getting boring, and I don't think there's anything imaginative about the fight scenes ever, especially knowing what we know about Marvel and they have a direct hand in a lot of the action scenes. I, I think they just like, oh, this is what people like for my action, so keep it this way. I don't okay. think it's anything. I think again, when we talk about Shang Chi, part of the reason we were feeling it was because it was action that felt like kung fu martial arts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Until> it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Until it got CGI regular. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> uh, it's interesting that you say that. I think actually your 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 scratch on the surface of something that I think will happen in the future. So uh, up until now, we've had a a cottage industry that's uh, kind of grown out of uh, 
fight choreography and things of that nature. But I think you're right. I think we're right on the right on the precipice of the edge of like almost a renaissance in that field where uh, there are going to be people that are are like incredibly fanatical about the ideas or the images that were they were brought up with with comic books and stuff and things that they have thought about in their mind that are going to become like the new heads of industry when it comes to superhero fight choreography. I think that's going to be a big deal. And I think people are going to probably start marketing themselves as folk that are like, listen, we have developed systems on, on, on strings and rigs that uh, look supernatural. So the actors can do whatever they want to do, but we're going to put them in supernatural scenarios where they're levitating off the ground and you don't ever see a shift or weirdness from the actors it lets them communicate what they wanted the 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 story or the director really wants to see from them but also while levitating six feet off the ground and not feeling a pinch or having to like work through something that's outside of the spectrum of what they want to do i think that there is i think you're right i think we're getting to the point where it's we're starting to see the limits of what we've done and that there will be somebody that makes a lot of money uh facilitating the groundwork for the next 20 years of cinema where we see something even better i uh, yeah i yeah and it, it really also has to do with the director's eye it's funny you go back and watch scott pilgrim and you realize that edgar wright made our boy uh, the, the goofy little fuck look like he could fight captain america even when he was just a skateboarding actor i mean what like <laughs> A lot of it comes down to the director, but was yeah. Chris Evans Captain America then at that point? Or was, uh, was it a few he years wasn't yet, but he would be. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Evans was, was still uh, was still he was, uh, was a failed human torch, torch at that, that point. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, they need um, to make Chris Evans go back to doing more funny movies. By the way, like he I was mean, he always great in, com- we, in, in in Free in, Guy. In he comedy. was pretty fucking funny. Okay. Um, three seconds. Is he a free guy? Yes, yeah, he was. yeah. Um, I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you're maybe you're right, Jaron. I don't. I don't. I think Marvel has a thing, and they're going to kind of stick to their thing, and that's fine. It, it works. Just I, I'm just. Well, I wouldn't put this on Marvel. I'm saying there's going to be uh, somebody that that creates reels and works with actual stunt choreographers and creates new stuff and then sells that to Marvel. I think Marvel is in a position where they could buy a better fight choreography with superpowers now and i mean I think they could somebody totally will create it and sell it to us probably why i was so disappointed in shang chi is because like you should have you know you could have hired every single hk choreographer out there right and, and that's the point i'm getting to with jaron is that <laughs> if things like that exist they, they i don't think they care to do that that's I my point they, yeah i don't think they exist yet i think they're an easy i think we're at the cusp of it <laughs> is what i'm saying okay i disagree <laughs> but I also agree that I, 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 I also well, agree but... <laughs> though, Jaron, that there is going to be a leap forward pretty soon. I'm saying there's going to be who is doing something new. That's what I was looking for. Something that might not be in movies, but you've seen it, uh, uh, or or if they're in a low budget movie where they've done something interesting and new. I'm saying we're at the cusp of the big people having to go back to the drawing board and make something new. That's you know who's always doing something new? Jesus Christ. 
He's always in church. <laughs> <doing something. laughs> Water and wine, baby. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> tell him. Tell him. Anyway, no. anyway right. we, we, we will agree yeah, and disagree on that one. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, what is your rating on this one, Jaron? Ooh, I, I think you should see it in theaters. Uh, so that puts us at 3-5, yeah? 3-5, 3-5, baby. Yeah. Uh, so Jason, much. what are you what are you rating this uh, movie? I I thoroughly enjoy this movie, even with all its flaws. I give it a four. Oh, okay. Uh, I give it a three point two. I think it. Ha- I think it's it's good. It's it's just not fun. It's just there. It's good. You have you'll you'll get popcorn and go. Oh, this was it was good. And then you leave. Know, I disagree. You know, <laughs> I think the fun part comes through with the manservant of Kingo. He, every scene no, he's buddy. in is fucking great, even to the point where he's like, "Oh, I guess we're all gonna die." It was fun having hanging out with you guys. Yeah, I guess I'll see you never. Yeah, in- <laughs> endless supply of cameras that fella had. <laughs> yeah. a, that was that gag. I don't. I, it got me. It I got me. It. I was like, I like it. <laughs> oh, I did. I I bring his I cameras. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how many cameras? And then he's like, have? "I got oh, another yes. one." <laughs> yeah. Good, good gag. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, jump into some random questions on here. Uh, let's play a quick game of this or that. We're going to put up other Marvel films versus the uh, the Eternals, and let's see which one you would choose. Well, we'll start off with you, Jason. Just go around in a circle. Uh, Guardians 2. Eternals. Jared? Ooh, Guardians 2? Eternals, yeah. Uh, Ant-Man. Uh, Ant-Man. Paul Rudd. Yeah, Ant Man. Absolutely, okay. no question. Ant Man and Wasp in the Wasp Eternals. Ooh. You can't beat Paul right? Ant Man and the Wasp, baby. <laughs> okay. Uh, Captain Marvel. Eternals. Oh fuck! This is like the closest. Oh. Uh, this is gonna be something sexist. I say is because uh, yeah, Larson okay. has no ass. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. She's just. Oh <laughs> come on! Oh yeah, Eternals Correct. for not the same reasons. <laughs> um. Captain America, the first Avenger. Eternals. What? Fun with, fun with this. America. What the fuck? Uh, kill Captain America should be more racist. <laughs> yeah. <that's>, uh, <laughs> He's from this? 1940s New York. He should be fucking in bombs yeah. and everything. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, what, did this Angelina Jolie performance make you want to watch any of her new movies coming up? Nope. Jason. No. <laughs> Jared. No. She has new movies coming up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good answer. All right. <laughs> then the last question of this is should Marvel let any more women direct their movies? Jason. How am I gonna say no to that? Yes, of course they should let <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> Jared, no answer. No, just because Chloe fucking dropped the ball and oh my I mean God. dropped it hard. That does not mean that all to a three point five movie. She dropped it so hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? Save that rating. The actors and the story. And the all right. That was oh, it. And then the nope. Just o- that. Oscar winning director. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. All right. Let's go ahead and finish up this show, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Thank you guys again for listening to the N Word for Nerd podcast it was a pleasure bringing you this show and hopefully it was a pleasure listening to this show with us if you want to 
like, you know, and you can like share this and say, hey, I found this dope show with these guys that are really cool and they talk about crazy stuff. You should listen. Well, I'm going to speak for me and Jaren. I'm going to speak for just me and Jaren. Yeah, 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 yeah. People that like horror movies or people that like middling Marvel movies? Who should they share it with? Oh, man. This week. This week. This week. Oh, man. I feel like everybody that likes horror likes all good shit. So right. they'll enjoy this. But I'm going to go with middling Marvel fans. They should enjoy this week. So I can share hear you, this uh, podcast with your middling talk- Marvel <laughs> fan friends. Yes. <laughs> with your mom who's seen one Marvel movie. And it's like, like, I, I like that. Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like a small guy. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is a doll. Uh, yes, and then remember when to... he used to do drugs in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of sex uh, with prostitutes in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> he might be your dad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> But on that note, remember to subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on uh, Facebook. Also, you can follow me and Jason on Twitter at at Rise Novemberist, and I think I am at Unsportsman a Big J or whatever. Like that. That. We'll figure it out. We'll yeah. figure it out. That's on Instagram. I'm at Head Cannon Circus on Instagram, and um, Jaren, you're at what? Uh, at Jaren X Five on nope, Instagram. I ain't, I ain't trying to hear the heat. Uh, I'm just Jaren. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you, uh, but you can follow us, yeah you can follow us all there or just leave a comment and let us know how you feel about everything like that again but don't forget to like share subscribe and follow us on YouTube Facebook Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Anchor FM and like always it was a pleasure bringing to you this show Jaron any final words leave me some comments on YouTube I want to screen cap them and put them as part of the show do it <laughs> All right, and Jason. As always, be kind, be considerate, and tip your servers and bartenders twenty percent at least. Jerry needs money. We we will see you. We will see you all next time because evil will die tonight. <laughs>